Hello, welcome back. Hey everyone, welcome to the Align Podcast. My name is Aliza. And I'm Helen. And we are the co-founders of Align, the dating app, and also Align, the podcast. And we're here to talk about what's happening in the astrological world and how it affects your life. My life? Just your life. Perfect. Okay, let's get going. (laughs) So... If we sound a little darker than we usually do today, uh, it's because we are actually astrologically in a major time of retrograde right now. Five different retrogrades by the time, by April's end. Wow. So we wanted to take uh, a little bit of time today to talk about what retrograde means uh, and what it means when we're not just talking about Mercury. Right. And everyone's like, I'm just going to blame this on Mercury retrograde. But now... We are giving you the opportunity to blame five different retrogrades. Yeah, so... You have so many many ways to defer responsibility. Right. Don't take any responsibility for your actions. (laughs) This all has to do with retrograde. So so retrograde generally... uh, So each planet is associated with a set of characteristics. So Mercury, for example, is the the planet that rules communication. So it affects the way that we are processing information. It affects the way that we are transmitting information. So when it goes retrograde, it means that issues relating to communication inputs and outputs are breaking down. There's other matters of retrograde, too, and there's obviously other planets out there with all of their unique, fabulous characteristics. So... It's actually Mars retrograde right now. It just, Mars just hopped into retrograde. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Did a little Ew. like boogie and went, started going backwards. Is that what, is that Mars's characteristic, boogie? Yeah, Mar- Mars is a the Mars boogie. The boogie man. The bo- Ew. Again, gross. Double gross. I'm sorry, I can't help it. It's Mars retrograde. I think I just, I, I think that the boogie, boogie is not a good word for me. Okay, well, we'll never say it again. We'll never never speak of that again. Thank you. Um, So Mars is the planet of, we like to say it's a planet of everything that involves thrusting. Yeah. So it's sex, it's war, it's physical activity, it's energy, new activities. Sounds hot. Yeah, it's, it's all about energy and energy output. So when it goes retrograde, what we're dealing with is the, the dark side of that. It could mean impulsive behavior, uh, channeling energy into things that are not productive, starting tasks but not being able to complete them. Yeah, I mean, it's also like your energy might shift at this time. Like you might feel like you don't have as much energy or you don't feel as like inspired to start projects. Or maybe you you start something and then you're like, I don't think I can do this. Like you lack the confidence to actually complete the task at hand. And, and you doubt yourself. And what retrograde also does is it draws attention to to areas of weakness in our lives, areas of weakness in the past. Uh, this also, this is, Mars is specifically the planet associated with sex and sexuality. So if there have been issues in your life regarding the way that y- your sexual dynamics have been, whatever, this is the time when you're going to have to look at all of those things face to face and you might actually be seeing that pattern again. So not fabulous, not great. I mean, I'm not thrilled about this going into retrograde. Yeah, I mean, this is like a sluggish, sad, sexual retrograde. 
It's, it's just a, a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And it doesn't happen all too often. So yeah, every two years. Yeah, every two years. No, I mean, that's a pattern. That's a cycle. Every two years, you get weird sexually. You make bad decisions. You Who's you in this situation? One. <laughs> yeah, I'm one. looking at you. Sorry, Helen. <laughs> did you feel attacked? I, I did. <laughs> you guys. I'm going to blame that on another retrograde, though. So there is another retrograde uh, which we've been in, and it's Saturn. We have been retrograde in Saturn since the end of March. Uh, that also sucks. Yeah, it also sucks. Well, I think let's let's say like retrograde. There are a lot of things that are like frustrating about them that you have difficulty like processing things, or that like you drop your phone in the toilet or whatever. But like <laughs> that's like everyone's favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, but you also like miss your flights, you know, or you know having a different kind of energy running into exes. But that's also what retrogrades are about. It's about like bringing up people from your past. Like you are gonna encounter people, situations, things that like bring up all of these memories and like opportunities for reflection. Um to really like reassess them now in order for us not to be paralyzed by the retrograde we need to face our problems and we need to acknowledge the areas in our life that need work and saturn which is which is the retrograde that we've been in since the end of march is exactly the planet to do that saturn is the taskmaster planet it rules capricorn and it basically is it's like a stern serious planet and that being in retrograde is bringing our attention to all of the projects and all of the things that we suck at. You know, it's also interesting because Saturn just went into Sagittarius like this fall. So it's going, you know, doing the boogie now. Sorry, didn't want to say it, but it's going, it's going retrograde. Wait, I thought Mars did the boogie. Oh, so Saturn does a different dance. It does like a Lindy Hop. It Lindy Hops into retrograde. Dude, I, <laughs> this is, sounds like my worst nightmare. Is like that's what it is. That's how we have to <laughs> talk about it. We have to. We have to be honest about what these planets are doing. They're boogieing and Lindy hopping all over the place. Is this swing dance? Are these all different forms yeah. of swing? Yeah. Are they? Are I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're at one of those twenty-four hour dance marathons, though. Oh where it's god! Like, grab a partner. Grab don't, a fedora. Don't stop dancing till you die. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> right. Grab a fedora. <laughs> grab a girl a girl <laughs> but so it just went in to Sagittarius which was such a nice like breath of fresh air from Scorpio where it was for the last like billion years yeah, forever, forever. <laughs> that's not accurate but which, is, which is such a time of like for four-ish years I guess it was. it was so when it moved into Sagittarius it was like cool that's such a chill sign like that's a sign of like intellectual exploration mm -hmm. So I was, I think that probably what was happening is like the beginning of this year from when Saturn went into Sag last fall. And then now, until now, it's been like such a more lighthearted time. And then now we're fucked. Yeah, we're fucked again. We're fucked. So if you're being really hard on yourself or you're wondering why particular things in your career are happening in certain ways that you're not as comfortable or confident in, this is why. Saturn is retrograde. So this is... Matters of the career you can blame on Saturn. It's going to last in, through June. Isn't it going to last through August, your birthday? Yes. <laughs> That's what I meant. Through August, my birth, on my birthday. August yeah. Thir August 13th. So, so we'll be celebrating Helen's Leo August 13th birthday by welcoming Saturn back into its normal cycle. It'll be out of retrograde. Thank 
the Lord. Welcome back, Saturn. Welcome back, Saturn. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. <laughs> yeah. You were speechless when I, I did that. <laughs> Hold on, let me grab my partner. Yeah. <laughs> Keep oh, is up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so some things, uh, some ways that we can see Saturn retrograde are, I mean, I think first and foremost, we should talk about the most important issue ever, which is another Kardashian, another Kardashian moment. Oh my God. It's Chloe cocktails with Chloe. Her show is canceled. Oh, get the fuck out. It's done. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the network saying, listen, we thought that it was a FY, FY, FYI network. Saying what kind of network name I know, is that? I know, I know. I mean, there's bigger problems I thought you were about here. to say FYF Fest. No, I'm not going to say <laughs> FYF Fest. Said uh, no, no more. You know, we thought it was, would be a great idea to have a Kardashian and to do a whatever program, but didn't work. That's so Saturn retrograde for like a career, professional, money making opportunity to backfire. Another issue is that we would like to talk about with Saturn retrograde is the issue of of cybersecurity, which has been very popular recently. It's so popular. It's so popular. People are talking about encryption. (laughs) (laughs) You sound so smart when you're like, I really know about what's happening with like the Apple thing. And like Tim pat- Cook released an open letter to all of his users. Dude, open letters though. No, I can't open with an open letters. letter. Can we talk about some open letter <laughs> open letters? Yeah, we can talk about open letters. So an open letter is just somebody writing a private letter but then publicly releasing it. Is it's that a, what an open a, letter is? It's a blog post that starts with dear blank. That's okay. literally what okay. it is. Okay. Because it's not a letter. I mean, this is when I get like the the law is the law. The captain's word is law. <laughs> <laughs> the captain's word is law. Letters are it's a it's part of a line of steeped literary tradition letters. And to publish that to publicize that and to be like my letter is your letter and her letter is his letter and blah blah blah. Like we're not all in this together. I also would like to talk about my favorite poem, which is the postman's poem. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's uh, something sleet or snow postman on the go that's not what it is at all i'm gonna look it up well, right yeah, now because it's etched into the side of the library right yeah for some postman, or the post office postman's creed it's the postman's okay, yeah. creed okay read me the postman's creed here it is classic wo- quotations this is the ins- the inscription of the new york city post office neither snow nor rain nor heat nor gloom of night Stays these couriers from the swift completion of their appointed rounds. Is my favorite poem. <laughs> it's a really good poem. It's a good poem. That's a good poem. Robert Frost by Robert. By Frost. Robert Frost. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I love the idea of the gloom of night attacking a postman. Well, it's they should add like barking fucking dogs in there. Well, did you know that it's from Herodotus? Herodotus? Herodotus. Mm. Herodotus. Herodotus. Oh, this is another quote of his. <laughs> great deeds are usually wrought at great risks. Okay. What's his sign? He's he he's is a not traveler. stopping no, at he's, anything. He's, but he's a tra- not stopping Sagittarius at anything. Sagittarius 
A hundred percent. He's like, no risk, no reward. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going, I'm coming. It, I don't care if it's snowing. Yeah. And he's like <laughs> listing all the things, like all the ways that he can fail. He's like, sleep, snow, dogs. Bloom, yeah. <laughs> Spooky things. <laughs> <laughs> Greek historian and traveler. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> so, so open letters. So open letters, chain letters, spam letters, Chloe Kardashian. No more cocktails with Chloe. <laughs> no more cocktails with Chloe. No more cocktails. And now Tim Cook. <laughs> now and now and, Tim and Cook. And now your iPhone. And now what does it mean to be a communicator in the digital age? Yeah. How are you safe? Mm. Well, what it, what, I guess this is a very millennial question, but what are the dangers, right? Like what does safety mean? What is, what is the risk of not having your data secure other than like the freaky hacker with like the IBM computer. Well, the government. The government. That's what we're not safe from. Yeah. Like you don't want the government hacking into your stuff. You're, we have like part of what it means to be a citizen of like a country like America. (laughs) Well, part of what it means to be a citizen of America. This is the Lindy Hop coming out. (laughs) Make America great again. No, (laughs) but it's that we have the assumption that we can operate, you know, that we assume a certain amount of privacy when we're in public. And that means that when we're having conversations, like let's say we have a text message exchange about Donald Trump and like how much we don't like him. And then Donald Trump, God forbid, wins the presidency. And then he's like, go find all of these people who talk shit about me. I mean, I'm sure there are more extreme examples of this. And next time we'll have to ask a distinguished guest. But you never want your conversations or your photos to be able to be accessed by people who aren't, you're not giving consent to give them access to, you know? Yeah, especially all the selfies I didn't post. You know, that's like, that's the most, if the government gets those, (laughs) it's going to be humiliating. Yeah, it's going to be horrible. Because of every good selfie, there are at least 15 bad ones. I mean, 15, if that's all the bad ones you're getting, you're doing something right. Yeah, I mean, that's... You've had a lot of practice. Yeah, I know my angles. Yeah. So what is next? It's almost tourist season. Oh, yes. It's almost I, I was season. about to try to make a bull noise, but I don't know what that would be. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like, Rrr. When we talk about a season, it's just the general ethos of that time, right? So, like, Aries season was all about energy and uh, selfishness and new beginnings and being a little baby and being new. And Taurus season is still has that innocence to it and that sort of yeah i guess it's there's like, like a there's youthful like a youthfulness, a youthfulness. Yeah. uh but it's more concerning issues relating to material possessions as mm. as aries was more about action this is more about objects yeah if you think of aries as like i do taurus is i have mm. security comes in the form of like what you have if you have enough like you can hold that which you have, have to hold. you have your you have your house that you want to have and your car that you want to have. Like those things are envisioned in material forms, whereas some people are thinking about it more as like, if I have like this, you know, career or if I have like this vacation or whatever for Tauruses, it's very much like if I have this like kind of silk pillow, that's 40 bucks, like that's, 
I'm how good. I, that's how, that's I know how I know I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. That's how I know that things have been going well for me. So as we're entering Taurus season, if you're starting to feel a little more materialistic, if you're feeling a little like greedy, if you feel like you want to buy some new things, seriously, no, if you want, if you are feeling like a need to go shopping, this is what's going on. Who are some of our favorite Tauruses? My number one favorite is Cher. Cher is such a good Taurus. All of her like her outfits and her diamonds and she just she has such a femininity to her mm-hmm. uh, that I think is just like so perfect Taurus woman. I agree. She's really fun. Her Twitter is amazing. Yeah, she she might be the funniest Taurus. She might They're be not necessarily that funny. Right. But Cher is hilarious. I know who your favorite Taurus is, Helen. Which one? The Rock. The Rock is your favorite <laughs> the Taurus. Rock my, the Rock is my favorite Taurus, but it is a tie. It's a three-way tie. A three-way tie? A three-way tie. All right. Between who? Um, between The Rock. Mm-hmm. He, literally, his name is a Taurus name. The yeah. Rock. The Rock. The Rock. It's an object. I it's mean, a physical object. Did you object. know he has a tattoo of a bull? Yeah, because he's a Taurus. He's, <laughs> he's, a, he's also a bull. He's a bull and he's a rock. Well, also, the rocks are unmoving. They're so, they're dense. They're like, they're stubborn. Like, you can't, it's hard to move a rock. It's hard to move the rock. Yeah. Anyway, I love him. And he was in the movie The Tooth Fairy. That's he not, was, yeah. That's he, not why I love him. It just shows the softer <laughs> side. <laughs> the feminine side. <laughs> okay, second favorite would be the Queen of England. Okay. How long has she been the queen for? Since um, How old is she? She's 101 years old. Is she? But she's been the queen since 1954. Really? Wow. Are you, are you fact-checking? Yeah, I am. She's 89, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> but she, 101 years old? I believed it. I did believe but she's, it. Well, that was an exaggeration because she, she doesn't look a day over 89. She's such a good Taurus. She's so decadent. Having a crown is every Taurus's dream. Yeah, that's true. She was uh, 1952. Oh, She's nice. reigned from 1952 to the present day. Okay. Well, I was off by two years. I'm that's sorry. A, that's big. But she's, I mean, she's not going anywhere. Just like The Rock, she's mm. not going anywhere. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's a good way of bringing it back. So who's your third? Uh, my third is Luke. Your friend? Okay, so, so that's, that's The that's Rock... It. The queen. The queen and your friend Luke. And my my friend Luke. So there's obviously also a lot of shitty things about Tauruses. We explored them in the podcast last week. Uh, And last week we, we encouraged people to write in and to share their stories with us about their exes or current situations. And we were delighted to receive one today uh, that we're going to be reading with you guys. And this is from a very lovely, uh, I'm assuming a very lovely lady. It's a very lovely email. It was lovely that she wrote in. It's lovely she I wrote mean, in. the enthusiasm of her letter. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to be reading this to you guys now. Uh, it's very, it's a very vulnerable letter. And that's, we really appreciate that on a line because we love that shit. Everyone's allowed to have feelings. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Dear Aline. My name is Violet. I'm a Pisces. I just started dating a guy who is really great. He is a comedy writer and is super funny. I, I, 
Uh-oh. I know the type. <laughs> he he is a Capricorn. Okay, okay. so he's not great. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pisces Capricorn is definitely a little bit of a problem from the start. So let's keep going. He's been very into me, which is also interesting for a Capricorn. Uh, I'll save the commentary until we're done with the letter. He's been very into me, and we have been going out once or twice a week for the past month. We had sex for the first time three days ago, and since then, I felt that something has changed. He hasn't been texting me, and whenever I text him, he responds with a one-word answer. Ugh. Completely different from before, she wrote. Hmm. I really like him, and I don't know what happened. What should I do? Thanks, Violet. Oh, Violet. Well, thank you so much, Violet, for sharing your story with us at Align. Uh, For all of you listeners who could relate to this experience or have something to say, or maybe you're this Capricorn comedy writer who wants to come clean, uh, you can email us at hello at align.la. But for now, we have to talk about Violet's issue here, this beautiful Pisces Violet. Beautiful. I mean, so much of this letter is... Not just about her feeling, but about sensing something. It's mm-hmm. not about actually saying, like, yo, dude, is anything happening? It's like, I feel. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. means, honestly, she's probably right. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say to me, and I'm glad that she included the guy's sign in here. I would say one of the biggest red flags about this is that he was a Capricorn mm-hmm. who was really into her. You know, what I'm getting from this is that he was, like, pursuing her hard, which is not usually the way that Capricorns operate. Well, Capricorns operate on goals. Mm-hmm. So actually, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. if they're like, here's my goal, I have a goal in mind, like, work, 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 achieve the goal, get to the finish line, and then it's like, okay, what's my next goal? Yeah. So, Violet, he might be setting a goal. Maybe that's why you haven't heard from him. He might be figuring out what the next steps are. Or maybe he reached the goal and realized he's done. That's harsh. It's really harsh. But you know what? Capricorns are harsh. They are. And frankly, two things. Frankly, no Capricorn is funny enough to be a comedy writer. Oh, wow. Okay. No, that's not true. It's kind of true, though. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we've said before the Capricorns are like low-key the funniest. I guess they have really dry humor. Mm -hmm. They really, they're so dry. And... I think also, like, one of the best rules of dating is to not date comedy writers. <laughs> <laughs> that's not an astrological analysis. That's, like, girl to girl, peer to peer. Yeah, P to P. P to P. P to P, Violet. Don't date a comedy writer. Yeah. That's uh, the biggest red flag of them all. Yeah, that is a red flag. But I think that, Violet, what you should do, it's hard. I mean, with the Pisces, it's hard because they're so sensitive and they're so intuitive and they're not necessarily like proactive about talking about feelings or problems, even though they have so many of them. Not problems, but feelings. I mean, maybe problems too. Uh, but I think the best thing to do is to just swim away. Yeah, I think swim away, girl. It sucks because you really like him. But here's the thing. In your own letter, like you, Pisces put people on pedestals. You know, and like, that's what that's what she's doing here. She said he's a Capricorn. He's really great. And then they have sex and he writes back one word answers. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't sound really great at all. That doesn't sound great. And he's not you don't really like. Well, I'm sure you really like him, but like you deserve better than that. Yeah. I mean, that's not a that's just like not a respectful thing to do, especially if you've been dating somebody and you've been seeing them. 
if this is the way, this is everything that people do give you clues as to who they are and what their capabilities are. So this is this comedy writer basically showing you what he's capable of and who he is. So you're not going to change him. If you like this, cool, stick around. If you don't like this, move on because things are not going to be different. Right, and you'll pick up someone really fast because everyone loves Pisces. Everyone loves Pisces. Everyone loves Pisces. They're fucking sweetest. Yeah, and they're so much fun and they're like so dreamy and they're so ethereal. And you might need a little bit more lighthearted fun this spring. After all you've been through this year already. Nah. With yeah. those eclipses. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Align podcast. Uh, if you would like to share stories, if you have positive feedback, if you would like. <laughs> <laughs> Only <laughs> positive feedback. Yeah. If, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Just kidding. We want to hear from you. No. Not in, not, <laughs> let's be real. No. Uh, you can write in to us at hello at align.la. Hello at align.la. Or you can tweet at us at do you align or Instagram us also at do you align. We'll answer any questions and we'll see you next time. We'll, we'll talk see you about, next time. Next time we're going to talk about the big MR mercury retrograde finally finally so don't leave (laughs) don't leave your seat don't touch that dial for a whole two weeks (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll talk to you next time bye bye